for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I am so excited to have Nita Fran Ward on the show, and we're going to be talking about culture and community because she is a woman of influence who has changed the dynamics in this community where I grew up and love East Texas. So, Nita Fran, thank you so much for being with me, and welcome. Thank you for having me. You in, in the, the commercial in your leading, and I was listening to what you were talking about of people and families living and dealing with uh, mental illness. Yeah. And I, I want to go back and say this because my real father that I really never lived with was a schizophrenic. Really? And he, he was a pretty severe schizophrenic. And the, the uh, classic example, turning schizophrenia became very evident when he was 18, 19 years old. He was in the Navy. He was, mm. you know, it was World War II. Mm. And I never lived with him. Uh, and my mother divorced him, and then she remarried. And then I was adopted by the person that my mother remarried, which became my father. But uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is mm-hmm. it touches so many families' lives, but he yes. was an artist. Yes. He was an artist. He became, in his later years, what we would think of as a street person, mm-hmm. all he did all day long was sit in the park, walk to the library, go back, and he drew all day long. Mm-hmm. Drew Take in that. the park, drew people, drew buildings. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've thought about that often as I'm, I've always said on the radio show, there's always a connection when I talk to people. Someone in their family, in, in, uh, in heredity, genetically, they are an artist also. So it's, it's so a question that I always ask. Who is in your family that is an artist? Where does it come from? Well, and they'll think, always bring up someone. You know, my thing is, since in the first chapter of Genesis, it says God made us in his image. And he was He was creating right then. I mean, that's what that whole first part of Genesis is about. The greatest creator. And yeah. that's how we are like That's how we are like it. So I that truly believe... I truly believe everyone is an artist, but many people express their artistic, creative side in, in, a, in every conceivable way we could even ever begin to imagine. So what I love about you is you have such a, an appreciation for other people's creativity and art-driven kind of 
this desire we have to imitate our father who made us. And yeah. and a, yeah. a perfect example is that exhibit you just curated at UT Tyler. I mean, I could not yeah. believe the pharmacy school became, I had seen all the art. I, I just love this. I want people out there in the universe to know this can happen in your community. Cause I never thought I'd see the day when this would happen in Tyler, Texas. We had, we had dreamed of this day and Nita Fran, you are so great at bringing women together to make things happen. But I want to tell people what happened, and then I want you to tell us how you did it. But she got everybody at the at her little Bella Rosa gallery, which you can find at V A L E Rosa Design. Is it got an S in it? I can't remember. Is it, it design? Okay, plural dot com. So, if, and I had that written down right here. I know I've got it in my notes. Here it is: VellaRosaDesigns dot com. <laughs> So she got all those artists and all their paintings in her gallery. So, And then we got to vote on which ones we wanted to be exhibited at the university in their new beautiful new pharmacy school at University of Texas. We're so proud of that pharmacy school over there. Well, because we have this huge, growing, amazing medical community here in East Texas. But what amazed me is I had already seen all the art. I had voted on my favorites. And then when we got to the exhibit you had curated it so beautifully and remember we're using orange and and this really bright blue as part of their decor because those are the school colors i don't know how you got those paintings to look so great but you did i mean they all had well, the per- perfect setting yeah well the paintings stand alone and that's what makes a good painting when it stands alone a painting a good piece of art doesn't match your sofa. It doesn't have to match your sofa. A good piece of art stands alone. You can build a room around a good piece of art. Well, I tell you, okay. every one of every one of those paintings looked like it had been like that room, Chosen that, that beautiful yeah. pharmacy school had been built around the art. I could not believe how beautifully you curated that exhibit. It was well, thank stunning. Thank you so much. And it wasn't. It wasn't just me. Can I go back and tell how all this happened? Yes, please because do. I'm dying. This was the second. This I was want, the second year that we did it. At the I College want people. I want people to know this can happen in your community. And here's why it matters to me. I've been at the universe, uh, Tyler Junior College, taking classes next to kids who were art majors who had never been in a museum ever. And and it's just they do a lot over there to get kids to even be willing to go to a museum. They, they don't have that family background and they don't know what they've missed. So you're bringing the art to the kids and that's what I love about what you do. So t- I want everybody in the world to know this can happen in your community. So tell us how you yeah. did it. Well, I, I was gifted this and I will tell you how. I opened the gallery three years ago and going back to the statement that I made about making friendships um, and relationships, Everything comes out of relationships. All good things come out of relationships. I, the, the board of directors for the College of Pharmacy made a decision that they were going to, in some way, reach out, and they knew that they needed to connect with the community. That was the statement. Hmm. What are we going to do to connect with the community? And it became a thing of, I was new in town, and... I knew Barbara Bass. She was director of, of the uh, 
the board of directors at the time, president. Mm-hmm. And anyway, and and I didn't know that this was even happening. Well, they reached out first, not to me, but they call in Tyler Museum of Art and they call mm-hmm. Chris Leahy. Mm-hmm. They sit down with Chris and say, "How do we make this happen?" He said, "We can make this happen, but if we, the, the way we make this happen is we go to Nita Fran at Valorosa." So they came over here and sat down with me, gave me the vision, and I said, I will have a meeting. I'll call the artists together. We will talk about it. I'm in. I will do my best to bring the artist in. And they bought into it. We had a a sit-down luncheon, and they bought into it immediately. We began planning. This happened in April, I think, and by... The end of July, we had already had three receptions and had put the art in the College of Pharmacy. We did that in less than three three months. I'm amazed at how fast you ladies no, move. And I, it, I know some it, of your it, close friends, so I know why. I know there's an amazing team of women that you've attracted to help you with these projects. Because I know some of them. Well, Yes, and, and Betsy Hahn over at the College of Pharmacy, mm-hmm. she's the development officer. Oh, my goodness, I couldn't say enough about Betsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is just a force to be dealt with. And Lane Bruner, he was the, he is the uh, dean over there. I and mean, we would sit down and have these conversations about how we're going to do this, what we're going to do. And we would have a, a complete plan in 30 minutes. These people, they know mm-hmm. what they want. They, they make it happen. And we move forward. And then we had this wonderful reception last year. Then they I, they told me back, back in January this year, we're going to do it again. Are you mm. in for it? Mm. I said to the artist, we're going to do this. Can we do this? They said, of course. But in the, then last fall, mm-hmm. go ahead. Well, I was going to say, in the meantime, that, I know you, you did one at TJC because that fulfilled one of my yes. personal dreams. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, in November... Uh, late October, November, I was approached to do something for the Rogers Nursing and uh, Health Science Building. I get with the artist again. I said, can we do this? They said, we can do this. We get going, and we install, and we have a party there before Christmas. So we did that one in six weeks, but we already had we already had had the, the model. We, we knew what to mm-hmm. do. We knew how to do it. And well, so we are getting ready. What we did, let me let me. Just for a second. You got, you've got Monday about one minute. Two months two Monday, two weeks ago, we installed at UT Tyler. Last Monday, we installed at TJC. This mm-hmm. past Monday, we installed for an art exhibition at Lujan's. That's how oh. fast we have done these things. I'm just so proud of you, and and it's such a blessing to the community. When we come back, I want to talk about a little bit about what that means for a culture, a community, when we have this very wholesome environment where artists can feel free to express all this joy and and beauty, and, and also address some of the you know, you brought up mental health. That's that's a huge part of what needs to happen for it to be expressed in a very relevant and yet beautiful kind of healthy healing way so i want to talk about all that when we come back in the meantime in the meantime i want to make sure people know how to find you so i'm going to say these names again because i i got velarosadesigns.com of course for my listening friends you can find these episodes and many others some about mental health at kathy 
C-A-T-H-Y, Crafty, K-R-A-F-V-E dot com. And also, I don't want you to miss Nita Fran's show, Art Connection ETX, Art Connection East Texas dot org, ETX dot org. So those are just some fun things. We'll be right back. We're going to go to a few promos here, and I want Home Instead to get their time in so, so we can keep talking when we come back. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is the closest a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of Dynamic Women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hi, we're visiting with Nita Fran Ward, and I want to mention that if you want to know more about her and her personal story and and a beautiful story she told us about learning to find a young Pueblo artisan to help her with her own 
Discovering Her Own Artist, you can go to an episode we did called Women of Influence, Discovering the Artist Within. And I hope you'll do that because I didn't go over her bio for this episode. I just had so much I wanted to cover with you, Nita. I skipped that part because I I want people to really get a sense of why you've done all this in the East Texas community to create all this great culture that we're now enjoying. And even in our hanging beautiful original artwork in our university settings here and bringing uh, the medical community and involving everybody through the pharmacy school there at UT Tyler. But what I want to do is talk a little bit about why it matters and why if women feel this urge that they need to help with this kind of thing in their own communities, how, what can you say to them that will help them have the courage to step out? Do it. Just do it. Um, you never know what door is going to open until you you stand at it and you walk through it when it opens. And sometimes you even have to push a little. Just like when I came to Tyler and I went to uh, start my own radio show here, I had done it several years, seven years in New Mexico mm. and on the radio with an art show about art. And I was approached to do it out there. And so I knew that it made a difference out there of letting mm-hmm. people think about art in a different way. I wanted to come here in Tyler and do the same thing because I realized that that for some reason there were no art galleries, and I, I was I concerned about that. Well, where were the artists showing their work? How were they showing their work? Who were the artists? Mm-hmm. So uh, the, as soon as I opened the gallery, I opened it in, in October, and by March the second, we had an art show, an art uh, show on the radio about art, and I wanted to give the artist a voice. And one of the things that one, several of the artists have said to me, Kathy, about being involved in UT Tyler TJC, mm-hmm. is they felt validated as an artist mm-hmm. in the community. Oh yes, some of them, some of them for the first time. Mm. And I, I want to. We were talking about the importance of exposing children to art and, mm-hmm. and exposing ourselves as adults to art. Yes. I don't remember ever going into an art museum as a child. Oh. Uh, it, I, I went into, I was in college before I was ever in an art museum. So I oh, know wow. what you're talking about in that. I was thinking about that. And it was mainly because there wasn't one. Oh, that's there, interesting. There wasn't one to go to except in big cities. Right. And back then, the trip to Dallas was a great big deal with six kids in a station wagon. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> yeah. From ARP, Texas. And smoke yes, flying ma'am. out the windows. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, I, 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 one of the interviews that I did was at, was a, with Richard Lee, and Richard oh. made a statement to me that I have repeated several times. I wanted, anyone I wanted who just, knows I'm Richard like, Lee. Okay, let t- tell it my tell our listeners who Richard Lee is because you know I love him to yes. pieces and you do too. Yes. He is the he is the conductor, the director of the East Texas Symphony Orchestra. Yes. And when Richard was talking about his own art and his own ability to follow his heart to do what he knew he was born to be, mm-hmm. he said, "I want parents to know." And he said, "I could, I feel like it is a crime, it is a sin, if parents do not expose their children." to elements of art, music, the the performing arts, the visual arts, they should expose those children to those 
And I, I want parents to bring their children into the gallery. I want them to take their children to the museums. Mm-hmm. And I want them to know that they can teach that child just like going into a nice restaurant. You can teach that yeah. child behavior. Sure. And all you do is set standards. You ask them to behave a certain way and uh, the expectation. And you, you behave that way yourself. I think it's. It's I, my children never had. Now I have very active, creative kids, but they never had trouble understanding that because they knew it was a privilege. And really, in hot Texas, if you can go into a, a air conditioned, big open space like a museum, I mean, kids kind of understand this is a special place. It's a privilege to be yeah. here. You can even have them yeah. dress up in their nice clothes so they understand they're supposed to behave. Oh, you and, should. And you Absolutely. don't give them you don't give them food or anything as you walk in the door because they don't want you to do that no. anyway. <laughs> the That's museums right. prefer, prefer for you not to do that. Well, I think it's interesting, and I, I really am glad you brought that up about music and visual arts and performing arts. There's so many ways that we express our creativity, and and I actually have a husband who's a genius at expressing creativity by being able to comprehend what legal documents say and how numbers work together that that's never been one of my specialties so we're really a nice balance in that way but for those of us (laughs) yeah i'm thankful for that for those of us that express our creativity with either performing or visual or music i don't do music either i wish i did but here here's what i wanted to say sometimes as parents we think oh well that's not my domain i can't teach my kids that and I homeschool, you know, I've done all, I'm a big advocate for all forms of education, but I also homeschooled for a while. And I always looked for the people who could do science with my children because it was never going to be something I was yes. very good at. And we yes. looked for people who could do music with our children because I knew music wasn't going to be something I ever would. I don't have any rhythm. I mean, but but they're but between church and wonderful museums and artistic friends. And also, I had a friend on the show not long ago who talked about writing and how we develop a passion for expressing our creativity through the written word. So, there, well, you you're a journalist. You know how that works for you. That's so, creativity for you. It's so important to find people around you that if that's not your sp- space, but it is your child's yes. natural bit. It's so important to find people around you that. We'll take joy in cooking with them or whatever it is that you don't like to do. <laughs> You're very right about that because if we don't treat, teach our children, give them exposure to, to things mm-hmm. that that are going to grow them in every aspect. Yes. Talking about, and even I have a big thing about art as a therapy. Oh, yeah. I really believe that art can heal. Yes, I, I'd agree. I'm convinced of that. I've seen it And happen. I don't think it has Yes, yes, and just to let them let them go with it. Let a child who's angry, acting out, give them give them a piece of paper and some some crayons, and and let them have their quiet time together. But you know, don't get enough block time. You, you mentioned uh, mental health, and you know that's been one of my topics that I feel very strongly needs more I exposure. Do. And and so I was really thankful you brought that up at the opening segment, and I. I've noticed with PSTD and some of the people, we had Lori Baruff on recently, and she talked about the connection between grief in childhood and poor decision-making as an adult that leads to being incarcerated in jail. And mm. there's, a, there's a connection. Her, her son has been to jail, and then he also has started a post 
incarceration ministry that's just going gangbusters and really having an impact on people. Very creative endeavor there that's wholesome and healing. But I do know, for instance, with PSTD and with uh, like any kind of my dad with his strokes, we would we always had an art in a box. We called it art to go. And we would just pull that out and everybody in the rehab place would end up sitting at our table making pictures. Yes. 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 So I was because it is it is so releasing. It's releasing. Yes, it's healing. And I know you also have a theme that you brought up today about and in, in the other episode about peace. And there is something about our spirit that finds peace in creating and expressing. Yes, absolutely. And you think of besides going into a church or a chapel. Yes. Where is it more peaceful than than a museum? And that's the atmosphere that we have created here in in Valorosa. I can't tell you how many people have come in here and actually turned around and looked at me and said, "Can I pray with you?" Oh, amazing! Yes, I love that. Yes, it's wonderful. And this happened before people knew that I had a health issue. And so since since they have found out that I have breast cancer, I have had many people come in and say, I came in just to be in here and just to pray with you. So oh it is, I, I feel very strongly that I am surrounded by creativity and, and that is a spiritual thing for me. Well, I I have to say I did not know that about the breast cancer. So I want you to look for my friend Susan Ellsworth. I'll introduce y'all to each other. She did a segment. I know her. Oh, I love her. I know. She she came on the show. She worked with my daughter-in-law. Uh, well, we, we have to close. And, and on that note, I, I do want to just pray with you over the air in case anyone else listening is touched by what you've said and Thanks. feels that they are faced with some crisis. I, I don't usually do this, but I'll do it today because you're so dear to my heart. Father, I do pray for Nita Fran and for anyone else who's listening. I just know that your creative spirit is devoted to healing us in every way. And we ask for healing in this case as well. We ask that you would give us the healing presence of your Holy Spirit, that you would comfort and 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 keep us in, in your own presence. We thank you for that. And thank you for all that is expressed through the art of all these beautiful individuals that Nita Fran brings together. I wish I had more time, Lord, but... You know my heart, and we pray in your son's name. Amen. Nita, friend, thank you for being on the show. You're, you're amazing. Welcome. It you're was just, my delight, my delight. You're I go so down to Jimmy Anderson and have surgery September the 12th. Okay, I'm going to write that on my calendar, and I will be praying for you, dear. All right. I know and, you will. I know well, you will. Well, I just love you, and I want people to look for VelarosaDesigns.com. And also, yes, and we are in Burkeville Center. There you go. And also uh, in Tyler, Texas. So please come find my sweet friend, Nita Fran Ward, and just experience the peace that follows her everywhere. And Bye, thank- Kathy. Bye, sweetie. And thank you for joining us and for listening in to today's episode. You can find more at kathycraffy.com. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. 
Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in.